Your fresh dose of inspiration, motivation, and innovation is here. Featuring industry leaders and visionaries sharing real experiences and proven strategies to help you be inspired and take massive action to build a better business and life for yourself and others right now. Right now. Right now. We're about to see change happen. Welcome to Insta Leaders Radio with your host, Anthony D. Smith. Anthony D. Smith, and on the show with me today, I have Joseph Dowdy. Uh, Joseph is a self-branding expert who helps entrepreneurs, authors, artists uh, create demand for their time and knowledge so that they can be rewarded for sharing it. And Joseph has helped hundreds of people to find their brand, find their voice, and ultimately turn what they love to do into a sustainable income and ultimately break free from the nine-to-five rat race. Joseph, how do you do it? The basic way that I do that is is I typically have people referred to me to say, oh, yeah, if you need a website, go to this guy. Uh, or if you need you know, Google AdWords, go to this guy. If you need SEO, go to this guy. And then what I do is I then work with them on how it is that they can take what it is that they love and turn that into something that's self-sustaining. In other words, uh, by what I mean by self-sustaining is that they'll make more money than they would if, than if they were working for somebody else. Who would you say then is your perfect prospect? Who would you say you help most of all? It's mostly people who just want to get out of the rat race. Uh, anybody who is you know, done with the idea of punching a clock because it has become such an antiquated way of living. Uh, you know, the economy has shifted away from the idea that you can start at a company and retire after 20 years or 30 years with a gold watch. That is just, you know, it's, it's so old school, it's, it's just almost no longer relevant. You know, the only way you're going to do that is if you work for the government, maybe. Uh, so I'm interested in working with uh you know, like somebody who paints paintings. It could be somebody who writes books. It could be somebody who fixes computers. Uh, it could be a plumber. You know, I have uh, one customer of mine who's a plumber. I've, I've got uh, uh, a customer who is an acupuncturist. Um, I have, uh, I currently have like about 100 customers who are active, you know, website hosting uh, customers. So I run their websites and I also uh, give them coaching and tips on, on how to actually make their website more profitable. Uh, because if they, if they like what it is that I do with, for them, then they will renew each year. So that was kind of the, the way that I have solidified what it is that I do into something that is self-sustaining. So I, I also have used what it is that I have been teaching my uh, customers and, and clients how to do, which is to take something that you love and then turn it into something that you can help people with. And so that's, I love doing this. I, I have a very soft spot in my heart for entrepreneurs. Anybody who wants to run their own company and to be more than just somebody who works for somebody else to make their dreams come true, uh, you know, I want to work with people who want to make their own dreams come true. That is awesome because a lot of people are in that mode where they're making good money by most people's standards, but they're bored or they're not fulfilled in some other way because they're not doing what they really love to do, the things they think about all day while they're doing the things that make them the money. I love that you actually help people break free from that mentally, emotionally, probably parts of that even spiritually for them too. So that's 
really powerful. I love that. Yeah, it reminded me of this uh, this time my wife and I were having uh, uh, dinner at this Thai restaurant. And, you know, it's a place that we really love. And every time we go there, we always have, like, a great experience. And we had this waiter who was um, just, like, you know, terrible at being a waiter for some reason. And, and it's like the guy was smart. He was with it. He knew what he was doing. You could tell that he had experience waiting tables. And at a certain point, I said to him, I said, you know, hey, buddy, you know, are, are you okay? And he said, you know, that he actually would rather be drumming. And I was like, you're kidding. So you're, you're, you're a musician and you're waiting tables? And he goes, yeah, you know, that's, that's what I'd rather be doing. And uh, so my wife and I both kind of talked with him, and hopefully we talked him out of being a waiter and getting out of his whatever situation he was in so that he could actually go and be a musician, which is really what was like in his heart to do. And uh, it was like, you know, it, it, it impacted us as customers. You know, he thought he was doing himself a service by paying the rent and, and all that stuff by being a waiter. And all he really needed was some way to do what he loved for a living, and he would be infinitely happier. And it would impact everybody else he touched, too. That's what I think so powerful. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. So you mentioned self-sustaining income. You you mentioned also self-branding. But I want to get to that Mm -hmm. in a moment. But what do you think it is about a person's mindset that keeps them doing something they really don't want to do, whether it's a lot of money or not? What do you think is the mindset? You know, what, what shift do you think isn't happening for somebody for them to finally realize it makes no sense to be doing something you don't really love to do because it's going to take the same amount of effort, time, et cetera, to do something you love to do versus something you don't want to do and often make more money? What do you think is it the shift that needs to happen or doesn't happen for people that makes them think they have to be doing something they don't want to do? Well, you know, I... There's really like two answers to this, and then one is that you know you can't discount the money part. Uh, you know, if you've ever read, read uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad, you know you understand that if you don't grow up in an environment where money isn't this uh, scarce thing, you know that like someday your ship is going to come in. If you don't grow up in that you know, someday we're going to win the lottery environment, and instead you grow up in an environment where money is actually a tool and money can make money. Uh, You know, that is a a big, big deal, you know. So uh, for anybody who really believes that money is their issue, then they they actually need to seek out somebody uh, like, you know, read, you know, Robert Kiyosaki's book and kind of get an idea of what it is to look at money like it's not – the problem, it's the way that we deal with money as the problem. You know, it's like we treat money like it's the problem. And whenever you can get over that and stop treating money like it's the problem, like a lack of money is the problem, then you can, you know, start to be free of that whole thing and then break into other areas. So um, the, the other answer to the question is, is that it has a lot to do with uh, the way that we relate to ourselves, uh, in that people don't believe that they can do what they love for a living. They just don't believe it. And they, they oftentimes won't believe it until they see it. And that's okay. Um, I'm not saying that people need to have trust and faith and, and all that sort of stuff and make the leap and all that. They don't need to do that. Uh, what, they, what they don't know 
is that all they need to do is make time to do what it is that they love in such a way that they know that they're going to be doing it every week. Whatever that thing is that they love, they're going to be doing it every week. When they develop a habit of doing what they love every week, and like, for example, with this this drummer guy that I was mentioning, if he was out gigging once a week, that would probably be enough to sustain him in everything else that he's doing. Uh, it's, it's that hopelessness of, oh, my God, I'm never going to be able to do what I love for a living that is really what was driving that guy to being so distracted. Uh, so when you know that you're going to be doing what you love every week, whether you get paid for it or not, and it's enough that it gives you that, you know, joie de vivre, you know, that juice of knowing that you are doing what you're loving, or, you know, what you're doing what you love, then you can then turn that into something that can make you money. So after you get to that point where you're doing what you love, then you start to look for ways that you can make money from it, and you start to get customers. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, drumming for a gig or if you're painting a painting or writing a book or whatever. You learn how to take what it is that you do that you love and, you know, make it have it be something that makes money for you. It doesn't have to be much at first. After you have figured out how to take that thing that you love and make money from it, then you learn how to optimize that. You learn how to figure out, okay, how am I going to make the most amount of money from this? How am I going to get more customers? And you'll get to a point where what it is that you love to do is something that you're going to actually you know, be able to afford to let go of the other thing that you're doing. So if you're waiting tables and you want to be drumming and you're starting to make enough money from drumming, then you can actually switch. And that's, that's like the hardest thing for a lot of people because they believe you know, that they're, they can't, they can jump off the cliff, but they're not going to fly. You know, people will often believe they can't do what they love before they even try. So by getting to a point where you're doing what you love every week, and then you start making money from it, and then you get to that point where you're, you know that you're going to make more money from that thing than working for somebody else, that's when you, know, you have to pull the trigger and say, okay, I'm going to be doing this, and you hang out your shingle and you say, you know, I'm open for business, and you can spend more time marketing. You can spend more time practicing. You can spend more time working on what it is that you love. You can spend more time on your website. You can spend more time blogging about that thing that you love. You can spend more time sharing on social media what you love. So you'll have more time. And by keeping in touch with the thing that you love, then you're going to start growing an audience. And some people would say it's a tribe or it's a, you know, whatever, whatever it is. The truth is that the people who are paying you for what you love to do are your target market. Forget about looking at demographics and all that stuff. That's for big corporations, okay? Big corporations hire marketing people because they've studied about, you know, demographics and all that stuff. Forget that. If you're an entrepreneur, you start with what it is that you love. You find people who love what you do that will pay you for it, and then treat them like they are your target market. Gear everything towards people like that. Once you start expanding your customer base, then you can begin to grow a business and you can get to a point where you can hire somebody else to help you and 
you, you get the idea. Once you've got to the point where you can hire somebody else to help you with the mundane stuff and you can focus more and more on the juicy stuff that you love, that is the point where you're actually making more money for yourself than you would if you were working for somebody else. So let me ask you this. At what point, where does self-branding come into the equation then? What is self-branding, one? And then two, where does it come into the equation? How will it help you? Well, uh, quite simply, uh, you know, self-branding is a form of uh, marketing. It's you're marketing yourself, as in yourself, like capital F, self, okay? So you just have to look at what it is that you love about it, that you, the thing that you do, and then you, you know, come up with a name for it. That's branding. So, for example, you know, my wife and I were talking about, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, this, this, her business and what it is that she loves to do. So she's actually been working on helping people with their nutrition and, and, and that sort of stuff uh, for a long time now, and she's been very successful at it. And so she's taking on this new um, certification that will allow her to do more, more um, like lab work with people and working on the hormones and and that sort of thing and, and figuring out what's going on in their 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 gut bacteria and all that. And so we're trying to figure out like what does she call herself? And so we came up with uh, I came up with Vitality Detective. She helps people figure out what is going on in their bodies that is keeping them from having the fullest vitality. So Vitality Detective it is. She's now at vitalitydetective.com. So uh, the, the very simple idea that you're going to take what it is that you love to do and you're going to put that in front of people before they meet you, that's marketing, you know, uh, and, and your, you know, all of your advertising is all an aspect of that, like how you price yourself and all that, you know, how your display ads and all that stuff. But the marketing, the actual branding where you say, okay, I'm going to call myself this, it has to speak to people in a way that they don't care who you are, they want what you do. Look at it like this. Um, you know, whenever somebody becomes your customer, you, you have to remember that before you have your first conversation with them, they are bringing all of their baggage to you, you know, for good and bad. And what you want to do is you want people to come with you like their life depends on your help. You've got to have some kind of an image that people will, they, they can't wait to see or hear what it is that you do. So it sounds like it's, it's who you are, but it creates an image in the mind of somebody of what you do or what you represent. And in some cases, yes. would you say that sells somebody in the first place of wanting to know more? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's got to be something that, you know, gets people's interest. You know, like, for example, with my wife's uh, business, you know, with Vitality Detective, it's like, you know, whenever somebody hears that and they go, oh, my gosh, I don't have enough vitality. And if somebody can help me figure out why I don't have enough vitality, I want to hire them. I want to have, have them help me. If they need that, they're going to hunt you down and find you. You know, they're going to look you up on the Internet. They're going to Google you. They're going to find you on Facebook. They're going to find you, and they're going to see what you're about. And when they get there, they need to be able to cut through all the clutter and, you know, f figure out how to 
reach you directly. Start reading what it is that you do. Start to get to know who you are. Um, before they have that first conversation with you, they need to understand your credibility. They need to understand um, what it is that you offer, what it looks like, what it can do for them, what you're willing to promise. Uh, you know, they, they need to know all those things before they pick up the phone or send an email or contact you. And that's oftentimes where having a newsletter really comes in handy because a lot of people are, you know, they're excited about what you do, but they aren't ready to pull out their credit card, and that's fine. You, you, you know, there's some people that really believe, and I firmly believe, that what you want to do is give people education for free. That's kind of the whole point of having a blog. You're giving people information for free so that they can hear, hear your writing voice, they can understand like, wow, this person is really interesting or this person really knows their stuff or wow, this person is funny. You know, they use a lot of cuss words. I like that, you know. They, they get to know who you are by your blogging or your newsletter. And then at a certain point, they go, wow, you know, this person is, is so knows what they're doing. I want to contact them and pull out my credit card, you know. So that that's the idea behind developing this, world for people to step into so that once they're there, they can check it out. And depending on how urgent their need is, they'll either contact you right away or they will at least uh, subscribe to your newsletter. And as you know, that's called a conversion, right? So one of those two things is all starting from who you are and what you do. And they are fairly interchangeable. Some people believe that you're defined by what you do. I don't. I believe that you start with what you love, and then what you do is a natural extension of that. What do you say then to somebody who says, you know what, I hear what Joseph's saying, but I still don't have any idea how I'm going to use that information to make money. Like, I still don't know how I'm going to turn what I love to do into money. You know, they hear the process, and they're like, look, I get the process, I get what he's saying, but I still don't see how that's going to work. I have no idea how I'm going to take what I love and turn it into money. What do you say to those people? I, I challenge anybody to say that to me because I can help them figure out how to turn that into money. And like I said, uh, if, if you want to try it yourself, start with doing what you love and then keep doing it and finding a way to find people who will pay you for what is it that you do because if you're turned on about something and somebody is interested in what you're doing, they're going to find a way to answer the question for you. They're going to say, hey, can you, like, tell me how you did this? You know, that's called coaching. You know, you get them on the phone, you tell them how you did it, or you write a book about it. You know, you write an e-book. It's so incredibly easy to self-publish nowadays. Uh, you know, it's just a matter of taking what it is that you know, what it is that you've learned, and transferring it to people. If you can't think of any other way of taking what you love, whether it's painting or drumming, and making it into a way to, you know, be self-sustaining, make, you know, a, a lot of money for yourself, then think of coaching, telling people how you did what you did, and turning it into something that people can read about or you can talk directly on the phone with them. Uh, you know, there, there are tons of ways. Uh, subscriptions are the best possible model for uh, doing what it is that you love. So people, you know, 
I, in, the, in the trainings that I offer people, I actually go over this whole idea of there are different ways to make money. One is you can, you know, give people your time. I'm going to punch a clock. You know, I'm going to come in. I'm going to do this thing for you. And then at the end of the day, I'm going to punch the clock, and then I'm going to go home, and you're going to give me a check. That's one way, very valid way. Another way is you do something for them. I'm going to make widgets for you, and I'm going to do it on my own time. But I'm going to make widgets for you. I'm going to be up all night and all day. I'm going to be making widgets for you. And that's, that's that. Now, those two ways of doing it have been done for a long time, whether it's farming or you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. That's the old way of doing things. So the newer way of doing things is that you are you know, writing a book or creating some kind of media, whether it's a video or a training program, and you do it once. And people, multiple people pay for that one thing. Like you make a movie, it makes millions and millions of dollars. That was only a matter of like three or four months worth of production. But the producer, the, the movie studio, gets paid for that over and over and over again. And then they, you, know, the, you do it once and you get paid multiple times. That's the second level of making money. And then there are you know, three and four other different ways that you can make money. And the highest level is having a subscription where people are paying you monthly for being a part of your inner circle, your you know, world where you're sharing with them your thoughts and ideas and you know, you're interacting with them directly where you're actually you know, setting aside a certain amount of time and you're giving people pearls of wisdom. Uh, and this, by the way, is something that only the people who are like, um, you know, the gurus, you know, out there, like, you know how many uh, marketing gurus there are out there, right? So those people, uh, you know, whenever you subscribe to their mailing list, you, you know, you're paying a little bit each month. That's the highest form of knowledge transfer where, you know, they are with you whenever you're coming up with the most cutting-edge stuff. So, um, you know, there are many different ways of doing this. And, you know, those are ways that you want to think about whenever you are creating what it is that you do that you love to do and how to market it. You want to get to a point where you can, if there's any way possible, create a subscription because that's the end-all, be-all. There really isn't anything greater than that. So I hope that makes sense. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. So for someone who has left the nine-to-five world um, and they're struggling with marketing themselves, what are two or three quick things you think they can do like today to develop a self-brand for themselves that will get them on the right track or attract their customers or ideal clients? Okay. Um, the first thing, and I'm not joking about this, the first thing is forget about the marketing part. Handle your money situation. I don't care if it means that you need to, you know, go and live with your parents while you figure out what it is you're going to do, but get your security handled. Take care of your shelter, your food, all that sort of stuff. Just have a plan that works for taking care of yourself. If you can't manage your own existence in terms of eating right, having some exercise, you know, you're going to make yourself unwell. So handle your wellness first. In other words, making sure that you have enough money that you're well. 
I don't, I honestly really wouldn't care what that looks like. You know, whatever you need to do, make sure that you have some kind of solid foundation from which you can then begin to pay attention to yourself and figure out what it is that you love. So um, that's really the first thing. Uh, If I were not directly interacting with somebody and I were to tell them what you need to do next, uh, as far as branding and marketing goes, um, I would strongly suggest that you find someone that has done what you want to do and talk to them. You know, find somebody who is successful at this thing that you want to be successful at and pick their brains and tell them that you're picking their brains. You know, I had one guy that actually, you know, was telling me that he really, you know, loved my the information that I had, and you know, he, you know, invited me to go have uh, sushi, uh, you know, just just so that we we could talk about, you know, how he could hire me. And uh, I went, and the guy actually did nothing more than pick my brains. And uh, there was no there was no realistic thing of him actually hiring me. And so at a certain point, I said, dude, are you just picking my brains or what? And he got so angry that he stormed off. <laughs> you know, have respect for people. Tell them that you want to pick their brains. If they say no, then they're not the right person for you to pick their brains. If people are doing what they love, they're happy to share. They're really happy to give the information for free. So don't, you know, be, don't expect people to be stingy. Tell them what you want up front. And, you know, you yourself, don't be stingy. Don't make it about money. Make it about what you love. Because people that are in tune with what they love to do are happy to share. And you want to be the same way, too. You want to be happy to share. And so by talking with somebody who has turned what it is they love into something that makes money, you're going to learn a lot of things. What are the lessons that people should be really looking to get out of that person or those people Uh, who are willing to let them do that? My biggest lesson was dealing with how do I differentiate myself from every other uh, coach out there, every other, like, you know, when I I was focusing mostly on doing uh, web hosting because my business evolved from helping people with AdWords into helping people with websites, but still the whole time, bringing this hopefully unique perspective that you can start with what you love and turn that into what you what sustains you. And so by marketing myself as somebody who does websites by word of mouth uh, and having mostly referrals come in to me, the, the, the challenge that I had was how do I differentiate myself? How am I not going to be like everybody else? So I had to position myself as not a corporation. I could be reached easily by Facebook any time that you want, uh, other than, you know, non-normal working business hours. But I had to figure out how to actually position myself in a way that nobody else was. And the thing came to me by looking at a failure that I had. Okay, so I had this massive failure. I built this website for this customer, and I have a money-back guarantee, 30-day money-back guarantee. And this person loved the website that I made for them. They started referring people to me, and they said that they wanted their money back on the 29th day. And I'm like, what? What's, what's going on? Tell me what's going on. This person refused to tell me. And it was only later that I figured out that they only wanted their money back, probably because they had some kind of a financial meltdown or something. 
So I had to look at, okay, how do I prevent this from happening again, and how can I make this into something that makes me unique? So what I did was I came up with a system where I actually will build a website for somebody for free. And do you know anybody out there that will actually like build a website for free without you know strings attached? Not at all. Not at all. So, Anybody I've seen that so, that it's low quality too. So exactly. So what I do is I actually build a high quality WordPress site for people, and then and I do it in three days. And at the end of three days, they either love it and they purchase my services, or they say no, I'm not interested. And I say, okay, that's cool. Because I believe in what I do so much that at the end of three days, I know that they're going to love it. And I know if there's anything wrong with it, we'll just fix it, and, and then they'll start hosting. And then they're going to be a happy customer. They're going to get to know me better. And then over the course of a year, as long as I show them that I'm responsive and all of those things that everybody wants from a web host, if I provide those things, they'll renew. And if I keep getting more and more renewals, and my business keeps increasing every year as far as the, the web hosting line goes, um, you know, I'm going to continue to thrive in that, in that area. So um, that failure taught me how to do something that nobody else was doing. So it's important to know how to do things the way that other people are succeeding, but it's more important to figure out how you can differentiate yourself from everybody else and offer something that is unique and not just about service. It's easy to, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to say that you're going to serve people and, and, and all that sort of thing. Um, and some people know how to do it really well and other people don't, and that's, that's, it's okay either way. But the important thing is how do you differentiate yourself? So you create something that is a unique brand and then you offer something unique to people in whatever way that you can that fits with what you do. And I don't advocate doing work for people for free. I don't advocate that at all. But if it's something that proves something to a customer that you're going to, over time, make thousands of dollars from, like in my situation, every year people renew for you know, $2.99 for hosting. It's, it's not super expensive but it's not cheap either. And with enough customers, you know, I can live comfortably with that as a side business to what I, you know, my primary uh, goal. But I still get to help people in that process of helping them with their website, helping them with their branding, helping them, them with their domain name, helping them with, you know, how to set up their site in a way that's going to capture those people that come in to find out who they are and what they want, or what they what they offer. So, um, it's it's a matter of figuring out what's going to work, and then it's a matter of figuring out how to make yourself unique. You create something unique, and then people see that and they go, "Wow, you know." And I imagine there's people that are going to you know hear this, and they're going to be like, "Wow, this guy will design a website for me for free." Uh, well, yes, uh, that's that's part of my business model, uh, you know. And and I love helping people, so it gives me a lot of joy to do that. But the most important thing for me, bottom line, is I get to do what I love, and it provides me with the self-sustainment that I require. So it's really a matter of having a unique positioning in the marketplace more than anything, and that being a part of your brand. Yes. Yes, doing what nobody else is doing. Uh, this is the thing that I tell people about leadership. 
very simply put, the leader is the one that is doing the thing that nobody else is doing. They're the ones that establish new markets. They're the ones that create new opportunities. They're the ones that are doing the things that nobody else is doing. And everybody can only follow them down that path. You create a new path. People follow you down that new path. That's what leadership is about. It's not about, you know, being the head of a company and, and basically, you know, being a caretaker. That's not being a leader, you know. Being a leader is somebody like Elon Musk who says, okay, I'm going to go into this business and I'm going to rock everybody's socks off. That's how it's going to go. I'm there. Join me. Buy my car. Buy my rockets. That is how leaders operate. They find new places to explore and people follow them. So you, you need to think of yourself, if you're going to be self-branding, how can you lead? And that is exactly how you do it by figuring out where the failure is in that industry or in that line of work. And you do that by asking those people who have been succeeding in that area. Remember I said go find somebody who's done well in that area and then, you know, pick their brains. Ask them what are the biggest challenges that you've got. How do you overcome those challenges? And the best Answers to those questions are the ones that they can't answer and the ones that you can answer because then you have created for yourself how to position yourself in a way that other people aren't. You have created a new direction with which to strike out in. You have created a new path. And then if, you, if your message works for people, uh, if your branding works for people, they'll follow you. They'll be like, wow, Vitality Detective, man, I, I sure want to go that direction, you know. So it's the, same, it's the same thing. Figure out what it is that there's a failure that you can imply or, or kind of assume there's a failure somewhere that everybody isn't doing it. And if not, why not? Okay, then what can you do differently? What can you do differently? And then that's how you create something that is new, think out of the box, and because, uh, you know, honestly, I, I really believe the only way that you can think out of the box is if you figure out where the failure is that nobody else is fixing. That's the easiest way to begin thinking out of the box. That is really powerful. Um, so let me ask you this. What led you to the point that you are now? What led you to doing what you do and, you know, the self-branding and helping the clients and customers that you serve today? Well, it, it really did start with um, working with my friend uh, because he really kind of turned me on to this whole idea of working for yourself. Um, he, you know, wrote this, you know, relationship book, and he was one of the first people out there making a killing, uh, you know, by selling an e-book. And it impressed me so much. I was like, oh, my gosh, I've been punching a clock for people uh, for so long, and then I got laid off, you know, like so many people in the technology industry. Uh, you know, I was a Lotus Notes administrator and, you know, I uh, Domino administrator. And, you know, I used to make a ton of money. No problem. And then suddenly, you know, the jobs got, you know, 9-11 happened and the jobs got sent overseas. And so there was no longer demand for my services because they, they moved those jobs overseas. Okay, no problem, right? But it was at that time that I had – you know, started hanging out with my friend who I'd known for a, a while before that anyway. 
and he was you know, telling me about how it is that he was doing what he was doing, and he asked me for my help. And you know, he had only asked me for my help because we, we knew each other uh, you know, for some time, and you know, we we're both into thinking outside the box. And you know, so this was the thing that he came up with. And, um, and I was just so impressed with it that I was like, wow, you know, I love helping my friend make more money. And so if I, if I can help other people do that, I want to do that. I want to help other people succeed. So it was really, and, and that had been, you know, f- for a long time, something that's always been a part of, you know, me, is helping other people want to succeed ever since high school. Uh, so uh, I was like the best study partner ever. For some reason, people would seek me out and say, hey, help me, help me pass this test. So I would help them study for a test. And so uh, I kind of consider it to be the same way. I'm very happy when people succeed, and I, I will help them figure out where they're not getting it so that they can then succeed. And so, um, so my friend was doing this, and I saw, wow, I could help people with their Google AdWords. I could help people with their websites. And that's been 15 years ago. So uh, I've been doing that in a number of different ways uh, since that time, um, starting off with Google AdWords. And you know, I used to also make uh, videos. Uh, when I was in the, the service, I was in the Marines for eight years, and I was a broadcast journalist. So I used to make public service announcements, you know, TV commercials. You know, I used to do stuff. I actually have one of my PSAs. I just showed it to my daughter yesterday for the first time, uh, a PSA, public service announcement, that I did in 1990. Um, it was really fun, you know, and she got such a kick out of it. So I made PSAs, and at a certain point I was doing – um, and I still do. I have people who contact me occasionally through my website. They want a um, ebook trailer, so they, they they make a book and they want a, a trailer, uh, you know, a a commercial for their their ebook. Uh, so I've been you know making videos for a long time, and so it also became a part of how it is that I help people do what they love is through the marketing, you know, making an ebook, and they can use it as a commercial. They can pay Google to play it before somebody watches a, a video. So, um, you know, it's all, it's all part of how it is that I have a very soft spot for entrepreneurs. And my way of doing what I love is helping them to succeed. So um, we're really just talking about I'm doing for others what it is that I have learned to do for myself. Now, at this point, how can uh, you know somebody, if they want to find out more about you, what can they do? Where can they go? Okay, so I have actually written a book about uh, thinking outside of the box that people can access, and they can go to my website, which is uh, selfexpressionmarketing.com, and they can look for that book if they want. Um, and through my website, they can actually, you know, get access to free training videos uh, where I talk about these kinds of things. And I've got 10 videos uh, that, that they can watch and, you know, check out and, you know, like enjoy, get a lot of this information that it is that I'm uh, sharing with you here. And I cover a lot more things. So uh, there you have it. You can go to selfexpressionmarketing.com and check out those free videos. And they can also check out my book, and, um, well, 
that's that's how they can find out more about me. All right. We'll go ahead and put that on the uh, show post as well. Uh, so be sure to check out uh, Joseph uh, Dowdy at uh, selfexpressionmarketing.com. Uh, definitely uh, some tremendous, uh, tremendous information that he has. Thanks for listening to Insta Leaders Radio. To hear all episodes featuring industry leaders and visionaries, visit us online at instaleadersradio.com today. <laughs>